Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Time for Influence, and joining me is Adrian Chung. He's CEO of GoBear. And we spoke with Adrian previously, this was back in May, about GoBear and its offerings. So we're thrilled to welcome him back. Uh, this time, to get personal with us here on Money FM 89.3, we are talking to Adrian, CEO of GoBear, about his personal journey in finance, in saving, in investing. Let's give the listener a little bit of background on you, Adrian. Before he entered the world, world of fintech. He was an investment banker. He spent years dealing with mergers and acquisitions. Then he moved into venture capital and alternative asset fund management. He co-founded Fintonia Group that supports entrepreneurial companies to achieve rapid growth. He then also co-founded Credo Lab. That's a digital big data AI-powered consumer credit scoring business and Asia Credit, an Asian digital lending business. Is it fair to call you a serial entrepreneur? I'm very happy to be here, Michelle. Yes, serial entrepreneur sounds better than another term starting with the word serial. Um, (laughs) Very happy to share my lessons, I guess, and experience in finance and savings and investment. That's terrific. We love getting to know you here on uh, the program Influence. So let's get started with your journey investing. We have many would-be investors listening in. How did you get started? I guess ultimately I got started through an interest and through professionally in investment banking where I would uh, study and research a number of different companies for mergers and acquisitions, helping them grow and understanding business. And one common thing uh, from being an investment banker and starting in that way with investing today is that knowledge is an important aspect of investment. If you're making investments, you should have a goal in mind and then you should have the right knowledge to make conscious uh, decisions between uh, risk and, and returns. Yeah, they say data is the new oil. Information is the new oil in this day and age. Yes, I mean, I think never that, that is never more true than today where there's more information and data available. Knowledge is an important aspect. And if we think about financial health broadly, mm. um, uh, for financial health, you lead to more secure, uh, stable and sustainable communities. And at GoBear, we think about improving your financial health through improving financial literacy, inclusion and financial security. And that knowledge around literacy, I think, over the years, has continues to be an important aspect of making good financial and uh, good, healthy financial decisions. I wonder if you'll give us a peek into your personal portfolio, Adrian. I guess ultimately, well, what I'd like to share, I hope can be shared with all Singaporeans in terms of making healthy financial decisions. So your financial plan to improve your financial health should incorporate your life goals. So mm-hmm. I think that's the first thing is what are your life goals? If you are a certain age, you want to buy a house or you're going to have children, it's important to have those life goals incorporated in your financial plan, right? You can't uh, separate them. Once you have financial life goals and your plans, then typically I would and have separated uh, three different buckets. You have one bucket for your essentials to live, which is what you need to survive, food, shelter, taxes, the important things. Then you need to put aside a bucket for, let's call it your savings and investment, which we'll talk about in a bit more detail. Mm. And then you need to have a bucket for, let's call it leisure or discretionary spending, because you know life is more than just uh, going to work and paying taxes. So it's important in your life goals, you have those three buckets. So in the bucket of 
investments, savings and investments, I think then we talk about, hey, let's work out what is the right asset allocation for your goals. What is your time horizon and what is it you'd like to achieve? So in, in those buckets, it's also important to have protection because you also need to take into account that life doesn't go the way it's planned. Maybe you have a car and you crash it. Maybe you go to Bali for a holiday and your flight gets canceled, right? Maybe you get a health or life. So protection is also an important aspect of your savings and investment plan. So in the use of all of that, I guess the last part is a wise use of credit because debt, not all debt is bad. Debt can be used in your investment bucket. It can also be used in your discretionary life, enjoying life bucket. So I think when you look at all of that, for me, I allocate a certain amount, what I would say is for my direct investments in some of the companies you mentioned, where I believe I have the knowledge and ability to influence value. So that's more the unlisted private equity and venture capital companies that we invest in. And then I have an element for me where my goal is more diversification and protection. So that is typically a portfolio over equities, bonds and and other sort of instruments that are diversified because it's really about more of a stable return. And then ultimately, for me, there's also a mix between what I call liquid and illiquid assets Mm. because sometimes you need money urgently. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of how I think about it. But it's, again, in the context of the overall three buckets, which is linked to your overall life goals. Three buckets there for Adrian Chung, CEO of Goldbear. They're a financial comparison site, and they help people make great financial decisions by crunching the numbers for them, whether it comes to loans or credit card applications or even insurance. I wonder when it comes to um, investing... How would you say investing today is different from the landscape you encountered maybe 10 years ago when you were self-taught? Yeah. So I think what's interesting is today I think more and more Singaporeans are interested in their financial health versus 10 years ago. Yes. Um, And that means that they are willing to research and do more knowledge. So I think knowledge and awareness is something that's even more important today than it was 10 years ago. One thing that we do see has changed is technology and consumer behavior has led to finance or investing being much more accessible today than previously. And I think that is a big change and it makes it much more convenient for people to get the knowledge to invest. So uh, three areas. The first area is products. We see 10 years ago or versus today, mm. ETFs are much more prevalent. Right, exchange-traded funds, yep. which allow investors to access the share market in a much more lower-cost, diversified way than ever before. And that has resulted in greater transparency in fees and a much more competitive landscape. And that a- actually has changed the asset management industry. But for a retail investor, that's a big change in terms of new products. The second aspect would be distribution or access. We now see many more platforms that allow you to either access the share market in a a lower cost, smaller amount way. So we see platforms such as Endowis or StashAway providing, let's call it uh, lower cost access to the stock market, or even platforms such as Validus, which provides access to a new asset class, which is, uh, let's call it uh, uh, small SME company private debt. Mm. So distribution to an access, um, financial access and inclusion is much broader today than it was before. And then finally, I think that knowledge and awareness. I would never invest in something that I don't understand. And today, for example, in GoBear, we provide a lot more knowledge and tools for investors to make better financial decisions. So that way you're you're improving financial literacy or knowledge and you're also improving access. Are there some investing myths that you would like to debunk today? 
I think there's there's two that I like to touch on. Mm. One is uh, timing the market. If you think over the long term, it is almost impossible to time the market. And it's more important to, I guess, have exposure and time, overall time in the market versus timing the market. So the amount of time, length of time you are invested in the market has been shown to produce greater returns for a retail investor over time than just trying to pick and choose when to invest in the market. The second thing is I like to point out is that luck is not an investment strategy. (laughs) We know many people or I know many people that have made many much more money by betting on a certain stock that they heard from their friend and so on or a certain financial instrument. I also know people who make a lot of money, let's say, gambling on different things, but that is not a long-term investment strategy. I think there's no such thing as making money quick, and it actually, it's just like your physical health, it takes a, a consistent effort and knowledge, and similarly with your financial health, it requires some knowledge and consistent plan that you execute against. Hey, before he entered the world of fintech, he was an investment banker. He spent years dealing with mergers and acquisitions. We're getting to know Adrian Cheng, CEO of GoBear. He just shared some financial lessons he's learned along the way of life. I want to talk a little bit about fintech. You're now in this space. How do you see it as a game changer uh, when it comes to investing? Yeah, I think really it's two things. The use of technology really reduces the cost of access for consumers. And that is a game changer because fees or costs stop people from having access to the financial system. So just reducing fees through use of technology, I think that's a big, big, big game changer. I think the second one would be access to knowledge and data. Today, there's so much more data and knowledge that is available for free or for a much more affordable price for the retail investor to access the financial markets. This use of technology and data is a big changer in terms of for the everyday Singaporean to access yeah. New products. We share yeah. the same mission, what you're doing on mm. GoBear and here on this show, Your Money, which is all about financial literacy. We we love pointing people in the direction of great resources. So I wonder if you can share a little about what your platform offers investors and people interested in you know improving themselves when it comes to financial yeah. literacy. So definitely there's a lot of knowledge that we like to share. And one example I like to say is like fees. Fees are important, but just because it's the lowest fee doesn't mean it's the best. So I want to give an example. So let's just take, if you take a travel insurance, you're going to pay some money and a flight is cancelled when you go to Bali. If you paid money for that, you want to make sure that you can actually claim it. Insurance can be very, very confusing. Yes. Uh, you don't know what's in and what's out. So at GoBear, we try and make that more standard. We try and make it easy to understand. So for example, if you're going to invest in some insurance, you know that what you're going to get, that you actually get paid, hopefully. So we provide access to that product. We provide knowledge. So that's an example today where perhaps 10 years ago, it was very difficult to understand what are you actually getting. If you look at the terms and conditions, it's confusing. So this is one way that we and others are trying to democratize finance for the man on the street. And I wonder, is it two-way? I mean, do you also take inputs from your readers in terms of shaping your content? No, definitely. We always do a lot of research on consumers about what's important. The financial services ecosystem is actually quite inefficient. So not only are we trying to improve fees or transparency, it also helps the financial service provider to have understanding of what consumers actually want so they can create the right financial product to meet the right needs. So what we do as, I guess, a supermarket that stands in between is to make that more efficient. And so it's not just about reducing fees. If we're making things more efficient, the provider still needs to make money so they can provide the financial service. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, consumers want it cheaper. So that improving the efficiency 
through the use of data, and which is what we use, do, we think can improve the financial health of communities because we're improving the whole system, both for the financial service provider and for the consumer. Well, that's a great note to end things on. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Adrian. Thank you, Michelle. Adrian Chung is CEO of GoBear. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.